And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Feelings, those little things that give you a conscience and make everything just a little bit more difficult. Feelings. Previously on What Is Not. So, what's our story for being here? Maybe Zeke is charged with fixing something and the security guards are accompanying him. Did somebody not put the pot back on the coffee correctly? Because it's a mess in here. I'm just working on standard binding spells. But It's red, so we can't get in. Somebody seems to be working on microchips that look very similar to the thing that you pulled out of Kevin and Ambrose. I would walk over to the doors with the badge and see if this will open them up. But uh, who is trying to get into my lab? Bruce would like to bite that guy's ankle. Shut this place down. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's gonna go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. All right, so when we left off, this scientist guy had just called to lock down the whole lab, the whole floor, because Invisible Bruce decided to bite him on the ankle. Donovan will turn around and say, lock it down. And I'll, <laughs> I'll point to Beth and I'll say, Julie, guard the elevator. <laughs> And then I'll say to the room, nobody's going anywhere, folks. <laughs> Donovan, roll manipulate someone. <laughs> All right. Ah, 10. Woo! <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. So people jump into action. They all do their emergency shutdown stuff. They yank their pass cards out of the computers so the computers all kind of shut down automatically they stay in their offices but they're now facing the center of the room everybody kind of does what they're supposed to do meanwhile bruce you have gained plus two sharp and the 
Adjectives for your new personality are arrogant and power hungry. And we will deal with any other skills as they may or may not come up. Got it. That work? Okay. So what do you all want to do? Donovan walks over to the scientist guy and says, what the hell happened to your ankle? He's like, I don't know, but there's something obviously in here that's not supposed to be. And he kind of gives you a side eye. And what are you doing down here exactly? We usually have security just walking around our lab. I'm, I'm here with our maintenance guy. Uh, we, we received a call. They called security, actually, when the coffee maker broke. And so we came down. We got a maintenance guy, and we came down here to see what we could do. I've been trying to figure out. There's a number of malfunctions on this floor, it seems like. And I've been trying to figure out what's causing them all while he was fixing the coffee maker. Hey, do you have any idea? Is, some, is something on the loose that could be breaking stuff and biting ankles? He goes, no, where's this maintenance person of yours? Oh, uh, Gary, I shout as I uh, make eye contact with Zeke. <laughs> Gary, come over here. Zeke lumbers over. Hey, what can I do you for? And the scientist goes, well, Mr. Solidir. <laughs> <laughs> How nice to see you. I freaking knew it. Take this guy down. Where is this happening? This is happening just inside of the the big bay doors. The big bay doors like that were restricted. The big the big doors that lead into this guy's lab. Yeah. Bruce is gonna put him in a chokehold and carry him in back into that room. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse right. this plan. I think Zeke needs to try and uh, manipulate him and convince him that no, in fact he doesn't he doesn't know me. Well who who's doing what? <laughs> who's doing what? <laughs> Bruce is taking him into the room. Zeke can follow. I want to put him into a stranglehold where he can't make any sounds. Like a, probably like another sleeper hold of some kind, and I want to pull him back into the room. Okay, so roll kick some ass. Gladly. <laughs> Ten. All right, so all of a sudden, the scientist goes, ah, 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 and he starts like waving his arms, and you pull him back into the lab. I would also like to retcon that just a little bit. And when I put him into the sleeper hold, mm -hmm. I want Bruce's lips to get right up to his ear. And even though he's muted, you know, he's going to go, shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> All right. So what does everybody else do? My understanding is Susan is inside the lab doors. Bruce is now inside the lab doors with the scientist. And everybody else is out in the main lab. Yeah. As Bruce was pulling the scientist guy back into the, the lab, I'm going to walk forward and try to obscure vision of what's happening to, from, from you know anyone else, try to cover it up and walk into the, the lab uh, with them. Okay. Anybody else? Beth? Zeke? Well, do we want to be able to keep investigating stuff or at this point are we just in damage control mode? I mean, I think if we can keep this guy quiet or otherwise occupied, then we can keep our investigation going. We don't want to have to lose out on that. So if Bruce has got him under control in there, maybe we tie him, maybe Bruce ties him up or something like that, and then we can just get on with her. Are you going in? Me? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, because we still have that risk that these doors, he's going to hit something, those doors are going to close, and then we're all trapped in there, a la the 
cave like last time. I don't think we're trapped. I bet we can open them from the inside. Yeah. Oh, okay. No reason why we can't open them with him. We have him under control now. All right. There's no actual security. We called security. And Bruce has his science skills. Yeah, so... so That's so true. Okay, so Zeke will wander in there and try and exert my will over him. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, well, I need to know if Beth is coming in or not. Um, It's quite the show to miss out on. I want to say yes, but I also feel like someone should be standing guard outside the door just in case. Mm-hmm. Like other security, be like, these are not the droids you're looking for kind of business. Don't worry about it kind of deal. Yeah? Nah? That makes sense. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. I will do that. Okay. Now, are you guys leaving the doors open or are you closing them behind you? I think we'll close them behind us. Close them. Okay. So everybody disappears into the lab. Beth is on the outside. Beth, that ratty looking guy who once he gets close to you, see on his name tag, it says Duncan. Of course. Because <laughs> what what's what's going on here? Why why have you shut us down? What what's going on with, with the doctor? Look, Duncan, this is security business. Just go back to your desk. He's just appalled at, at even being addressed by somebody of your status. He's like, Well well, I I've never I I think that this is ridiculous. Dr. Ivanov seems to be in some sort of distress, and I think we we need to go in there and see what's going on. Taser him. Nothing. I think that works to our advantage. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's get you in there too. Come on, Duncan. You want me to let him in? Into that room? No. If we can contain them both in there rather than Duncan running around causing havoc. I know. I'm worried that maybe he'll like try to call like real security. I think she can handle him on her own. That's true. She's Beth, man. (laughs) But not invisible, Beth. Look, Duncan. I don't know what to say. Hold on. (laughs) Use your actions, not your words. (laughs) Look, Duncan, we're dealing with Dr. Ivanov. Don't worry about it. Just go sit back at your desk. I'm sure you have work to do. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call your supervisor and we'll see what he has to say about this. And he starts walking towards his desk. I am the supervisor. Am I not? Am I, can I not be the supervisor? Go ahead and roll and manipulate someone. Damn it. Okay. Wait, what's... Oh. Hold on. What do we add to manipulate someone again? I feel like we ask this all the time. Charm. Yeah, it's charm. Charm? Mm-hmm. Oh, six. Six? Six. Yes, I highly doubt that you are the manager. I will call the dispatch immediately. And he goes over and he starts calling on the phone. I don't think anybody would mind if you knock him out. I guess it's time to taser him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Roll some kick some ass. All right. This better be better than what I just rolled right now. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> I should have this memorized by now. I swear. Tough. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Ooh. Alright, now remind me, is this a, a close-up body taser or is this the, the gun that shoots out the little cords? I thought it was the shooty one. No, wait. Was it? It could be whatever you want it to be, quite honestly. I'm sure she has multiple tasers. 
It was a shooty one. Uh, but I feel like... But it could be, yeah, whatever you want. It was, I think, a shooty one before. I feel like this should be up close and personal just because of that attitude. Mm-hmm. Is- I have a feeling we're going <laughs> right. to get some applause. Nobody likes Duncan. Put it right to his Adam's apple. Yeah, beat me to it, Mandy. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Beth goes and creeps up on, well, not even creeps up. She just strides right up to Duncan and tasers him. Yes. And he like falls to the ground, you know, is kind of doing the whole like convulsing on the floor. Yep. And like three or four people stand up and give you a standing ovation. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that guy's a by the book jerk. (laughs) The woman who was looking for the smell in the refrigerator, she goes, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. She turns around and starts working on whatever she was working on again. (laughs) Nicely done, Beth. Should I zip tie his hands behind his back? That's your call. Duct tape him to to his chair. Next time, go back to work. Like I said, go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just zip tie his hands and leave him on the floor because that's where he belongs. All right. He's kind of out for the count for right now. All right. Back to the lab. What's going on in there? I think Zeke was going to try and manipulate the scientist dude. Go for it. Exert his mental dominion over him. We want to know what he's up to. That's eight. But for me, that's a plus a weird, which is nine, 10, 11. Okay. So uh, you stare into his eyes and he falls under your dominance and you can kind of do what you will. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> <laughs> Joe. Joe, watch your, how you phrase things. <laughs> Now remember, like it is luck that gets him all hot and bothered. It is not this power. That is true. Uh... And this is not an attractive man. No, I yeah, no, I don't think I don't think even for Zeke this is something he wants to pursue. Okay, so I can spend. Uh, you may spend your hold to give them an order. Regular people will follow your order, whatever it is. Yes. So, and he's a regular person, right? This is just a regular mm-hmm. old, yeah. regular dude, human dude. Okay. So basically, well, I don't know. I have a choice, I suppose. I could just convince him that he really does, you know, that I'm not who he thinks I am, that I'm not really a Zeke Saladier, and uh, that he was mistaken. Or I can order him to, you know, we could just kind of ignore whether he knows me or not and order him to give us information or open up his computer or something like that. I think at this point, Maybe that's the move. Maybe we, we're, we're just like, screw it. He knows I am. Let's not worry about that. Let's force him to share some information and tell us what's going on, since he seems to be the head science dude. Yep. So I think I say to him, explain thine self. What? Uh... <laughs> oh, wrong game. Okay. Do we know his name? I must know him. If he knows me, then I have to know him. So do we have a name that I can use? You probably have seen him several times. His name's Dr. Heath Ivanoff. 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 Okay. All right, Dr. Ivy, it's time to spill the beans. <laughs> what are you doing here with these microchips? How are you using those to get people to do your bidding? He looks at you and goes, oh, fascinating. I've wanted to see your powers in action for ages, but what we're doing here is far more important, far more important than, than any one individual. We're working on evolution. We are putting together biology and magic and using it to create ultimate beings, creatures that can do almost 
anything. The applications of this is just astronomical. Of course, we have to keep them contained and controlled somehow, which is where those computer chips come in. But yes, it's my life's work. And by using all of these different creatures and planar beings, we can take humanity into yet another stage of evolution. Some people want to use it for something as basic as military purposes, but there's so much more potential than that. Thanks, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk to him too? Like, or will he only answer... To Zeke. I think in this case, he would just answer to Zeke because Zeke's exerting mental dominion over him. Do I need to roll for each question? Do I get one question with mental dominion or am I just exerting it and ask as many as I'd like? I can give you another question or two just because you did roll high. All right. So team, what do we? What else do we want to know? I think we understand the basics here that they use these chips to keep them under control, but it sounds like they are doing some kind of genetic engineering to create the creatures in the first place. How do we cure the orderlies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do we reverse what he's done? So are these orderlies, if they're under control, does that mean they've been microchipped? Does that mean that's what's controlling them, really? It would seem most likely. So then the question really is, so how do we remove these microchips so that we can return people to their own self-control and volition? Well, it's very complicated because you can remove the chips, but the powers that they've been bestowed with... That's the real science. That is only controlled and maintained by the chip. If without the chip, they they don't have complete control over their capabilities, and anything could possibly happen if they get too emotional, too worked up. Ah, crap. (laughs) So how do we reverse that? That's how I assume the, the biology and the magic come in. Yeah, I don't know that that's reversible, if that's part of their genetics. Well, that's what we're trying to find out. That's what we're trying to cure the orderlies. And that's, we've already taken out the microchips. Ambrose does not have a microchip. Oh, I thought we were referring to the orderlies that are still kind of. Well, they're already chipped. We can take the chips out, but as we take them out, they, they kind of go crazy with whatever power they've been given. So that's the next step is how do we undo the biology and magic part? Is he asking him that? Oh, can I just keep asking him all these things? I'm giving you one more. All right. Well, so just that then. Okay, so it sounds like you've engineered these people to have these powers from birth. Uh, Is this something that can be undone? And if so, how? Well, yes. I mean, most of our subjects come to us as adults. It's not done from birth. We we manipulate and magically and biologically change them to have multiple different chimera-like powers, you know, different, different beings all in one creature. But those that we alter surgically they can't be undone as easily. The biogenetic ones, it's a simple antidote that should suppress any of those powers. Oh, so where do we get that? He's starting to drift out of his control. Uh, He's like, you would like to know that, wouldn't you? What am I observing? I'm like listening and looking. First time around, you said I didn't see anything, but I, I wasn't investigating. This is a room that's about the same size as the room on the other side of the door. It's big. It's got all sorts of cabinetry and refrigeration units. And there's like a chemistry lab in there somewhere. And there's an operating theater kind of towards the back. It's very well lit. Science is happening all over this room. Okay. He said antidote. That's what I'm looking for. Can I investigate a mystery to start looking for that? Yes. Go for it. Six. Oh, wow. I rolled a straight up 11. 14. You're in like, yeah, you're like in the teens. Um, (laughs) Your medical training would tell you that anything that's like 
chemical or antidotes or anything like that would probably be in like one of the refrigeration. All right. And I see one. I want to look inside. Yeah. There's kind of a partial section of wall. That's just nothing but refrigerators. Okay. I open it up. There's some that you can tell are just like DNA samples, blood samples. And then there are some different vials of varying colors and they have different codes on them. And because you rolled so high, I can tell you that the the codes look like they could probably be what kind of cryptid powers they contain, like what kind of cryptid DNA that particular... Sorry, would they match the info on that flipboard we had? Actually, yes, they have a number after the code. And so you can see that, oh, if these three numbers are put together, that probably would be the code on the sheet. So a particular vial for a particular person. Well, a particular combination of vials for a particular person. So each vial has like a three-digit number on it. And the I think the digits on the roster were like nine-digit numbers. So you could like look at orderly number one and then the number, and you could tell what DNA they'd been injected with. Uh, so I shout out, well to the in the room i found some vials ask the guy if these are the antidotes wait would bruce have any of this knowledge since he took a bite out of him yeah yeah you probably would know whether or not they were the antidote or not and you said that his personality he's gotten what arrogant yes then he arrogantly goes over to the refrigerator and shows her exactly which vials we need or whatever if he can do that So there's these kind of neon green vials that don't have any sort of code on them. They just are kind of blankly labeled with like barcodes. And Bruce kind of recognizes those from his stolen personality that those are probably the antidotes. Is it one antidote for everyone or is there a like, is it based on what power they were given? There's a different antidote. So like if they got the boogeyman power, there's an antidote. If... Just wondering where the clipboard comes in at this point with the antidote, or if we don't. As far as the antidote goes, there just looks to be like one standard antidote for the procedure. Like the procedure seems to have, this cancels whatever activates the powers that are injected. Okay, so the other vials are their DNA samples? Yeah, those are the samples. You have DNA samples, you've got the extracted genetic code that gives that specific power. And then a universal antidote that undoes the power vials. Okay. All right. I give Bruce an invisible thumbs up and start (laughs) taking all the vials. I would say at this point, you guys are kind of flickering back into visibility. Okay. I'm basically following orders because Bruce is in charge and I can tell. And so I'm taking the vials and if there's something I can put them in, I'm putting them in something to transport them. There are like cooler packs that you would like carry that kind of stuff in from one place to another. There's one or two. There's not a whole bunch of them. So you could fit, you know, a good number of doses, but you know, you can't go crazy. And you said that we're flickering in and out? Just a little bit. Like you're, you're starting to slowly become visible. Like maybe in the next minute or two, you'll be fully visible. Okay. I come out and I tell everyone, I've got the antidotes. Bruce told me which ones they were. I said, I can tell, I can see my, my arm. So I'm, I'm not going to be invisible for very long. Do you want me to go take these and some tools to get the microchips out of the orderlies 
and maybe Beth can come with me and we'll go downstairs and you guys can check out the first floor. What, what do we want to do? Because I think I can take care of the orderlies. Do we need to go to the first floor? I, I think we got everything we came for, right? We got the cure and we rescued our friends. Should we just get out? Well, that might make the most sense. Yeah, I don't know that we have more questions that, that still remain. We do need to try to leave. How many antidotes did I take? I wanted to take them all. How many do I have? Not for experience, but roll act under pressure. Eight, um, nine, 10, 11. All right. I would say that you're able to comfortably fit without being worried about them breaking about 10 doses. There's probably another 15 or 20 more, but like you don't have any way of keeping them cool beyond this pack and you can only fit so many in. Okay. Well, we have enough for the eight orderlies downstairs and Kevin and Ambrose. I feel like we should take more, but I don't know how long they'll last if they're not refrigerated. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Should we tie up Ivanov and get out of here? What do we do with Ivanov? What do we do with Ivanov? Hmm. You're thinking we need to rid the world of this evil man, aren't you, Donovan? Whoa. <laughs> hmm. And the murder hoboing begins. <laughs> <laughs> He's responsible for a lot of evil. But he also knows about how it works and what they did. I, I think we still would want to have his knowledge available to us. I'm thinking open up a portal and send him in. Portal? <laughs> wow. We sent those cars in a portal. Who knows where they ended up? We can find him later if we need to. All right. Shoot him with the bazooka. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure the bazooka is still in the car. <laughs> so we're going with murdered, apparently. I don't know. I'm still in favor of the kidnapping thing. Let's keep him at our disposal so that we can query him further and get the needed info. Let's use him to our advantage rather than just eliminate him altogether. Maybe we can magic him into cooperating and take him with us. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. We can make him one of us, or at least he thinks he is. We just need him to be agreeable and do what we tell him to do. So that we can get him off this floor and nobody's concerned. Are you having this conversation in front of him? <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. No, Bruce has got his hands on his ears. Earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked, you had walked over and let him go. So he's kind of just standing there. Maybe Bruce is blaring some appropriate music so that he can't really hear our hushed conversation off to the side. You know, I thought as he mentioned that we were flickering back in and out, I, I thought of Take Me On by AHA as you know, more the music video than the song. Yeah, I think that that is really appropriate and, and an awesome. Yeah, I think that that's what's playing. Yeah. So he can't really hear our conversation. Ah, <laughs> uh, brings me back. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to have to go look that up after this. Okay. (laughs) I need everybody to roll plus sharp, not for experience. Is that a two die roll plus sharp? Oh, and I have scientist sharpness now. I got a nine. Sharpness. Well, I got seven. I got a nine. I got nine. What'd you get, Bruce? Eight. Even with your plus two? (laughs) That's what got me to eight. All right. Th- thank you. What was that for? Oh, that's no good. Oh, no. All right. Mad- magic him. Okay. I'm going to cast a spell 
on Dr. Ivanov to just make him, you know, compliant to, to do what we tell him to do. Subservient? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's see what powers, just because I, I let you guys use the, the use magic very liberally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's, it says right here, cast a spell to control the mind of uh, an NPC when you need them to follow <laughs> you out of a uh, laboratory. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> it says trap, trap a person. Uh, I see Cruciatus Curse right here. See that? <laughs> I see trap a person. So maybe yeah. we can't, maybe we can't control his brain. Because but- we've let you do like basic Jedi mind trick type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like just making somebody permanently enthralled for any long length of time, I feel like that's big magic, and that would take a while. Okay. Well, might Zeke just use his mental dominion over him then? Oh, boy. Because regular people will follow my order, and I can just order him to, you know, follow along with us and obey or something to that effect. You can give it a try. Yeah, go for it. All right. But you've used up your use of mental dominion. You're going to have to re-roll. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Every roll that Matt does makes me nervous. (laughs) Well, I got seven, but I have roll plus weird instead of charm when I'm manipulating, and my have plus three, so that would be a ten. Okay. Wow. Okay. Thank God. So you can give him a command that is going to accomplish what you want it to accomplish. Make it good. So, Dr. Ivy, from this point forward, you will obey and believe everything I tell you. He says, of course. Excellent. I am the best employee Cryptocore has ever had. Oh, my God. I am the prize. We got we to gotta get out of here. Ah, come on. Let's, we got to go. Let's go. Let's go. A mad scientist under mind control after a secret keeper role with no obvious outcome? Love it! Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. I'm excited to report that we recorded the first session of Season 2 today, so that's very exciting. Looking at the episodes left to publish, I'd say the season rollover for both shows will be happening sometime around May, give or take a week. Other than that, we don't have a lot of business today. So we're going to get right to the regular stuff. But remember, we are always happy to respond to questions or comments. You can post them in our Slack channel, where we often have fun conversations going. To join, all you need to do is go to geek2geekmedia.com and find the links under the Contact Us tab. We are also on other social media. You can find us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP or on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. Or you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. You can also follow our cast in their other internet endeavors. You can listen to Todd on Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can also read Todd's book, Tag Your IT, by going to toddsullivanbooks.com. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Sunday, February 5th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. And then again on February 12th with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see if the hunters can escape from Cryptocore unscathed right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. 
or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. All right, we open the door, or can we open the door? Yeah, you open the door. Um, Beth is actually, I don't think Beth is in the room, right? She's still out. No, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Beth's Beth's sitting outside reading the employee pamphlets from (laughs) HR. She was reading like the state compliance documents that's hanging up outside of the lunchroom, you know, for like breaks and pay. Title IX requirements. Yeah, exactly. All right, we head out. Okay, as I exit the lab into the main room, I will put my hands up and I'll say, attention, everyone. The lockdown is over. You can all get back to work now. Dr. Ivanov is going to come with us and we're going to take care of some business. So everyone just have a have a pleasant day. Do we leave Duncan on the floor hogtied? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say two things. One, roll manipulate someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not really manipulating, except for the lie about Dr. Ivan coming with us to do business, I guess. That's... yes. Not exactly the truth. Oh, double sixes. Woo! Nice. <laughs> That's kind of a waste, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So sorry. <laughs> when I go to fire the rocket launch here, I, I get <laughs> two foot. This. It's snake eyes. Sorry, that was a pretty epic fail. <laughs> Yes, it was pretty impressive. All right. So as you're walking out, the woman who had talked to Beth at the refrigerator kind of like kicks Duncan. And she's like, what about this guy? (laughs) What are you doing with him? Oh, uh, Julie, I say, looking at Beth. Did he get out of line? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A little unruly. Doesn't take direction very well. (laughs) Again, the woman goes, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. You just tased him, right? I mean, he'll be fine. That'll wear off. He's cool. She asks, do do we have to undo his his wrists? Uh, Well, frankly, I think uh, that's up to you guys. (laughs) She looks around, and and everybody's like shaking their head no. She goes, I think we're good. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's head out, everybody. Julie, you're with us. And we head to the elevator. All right. So you go to the elevator. You. (laughs) Wait a second. Isn't anybody going to be weirded out by how like three people went in and like. No, don't mention it. Just don't get, don't get, don't get no ideas. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) This conversation never happened. A lot of weird stuff happens in this company. They're probably used to it. Yeah. And people, you know, they keep their heads down most of the time. You guys should have destroyed the DNA vials. I just realized. It's too late to go back. Okay. All right. Well, we might need to come back and do that, but let's keep going. Mm. Yeah. 
Did you close the door behind you guys? Or is the lab still open? No, it's closed. No, we closed it. Okay. Why? I'm just asking. I like to know what I'm working with. Hmm. All right, so you're up in the elevator? Yeah, we're going back to the sub-basement. Wait, what are, where are we going? Yeah, we got to go rescue the other orderlies. We have to. Uh, we've got the antidote. I took some basic tools so that I can get the microchips out as well. What's going to happen when other security, the one that really got called, shows up? How long have you been doing all this <laughs> stuff? How long does it take? They are slow. Again, <laughs> why are you giving Joe ideas? And let's get a move on. <laughs> yes, yes. Doors closing. <laughs> all right. So you're, you're in the bottommost basement. Doors open up. Uh-oh. Oh, we went back down? Yeah. yeah, to where the orderlies yeah. are still locked up. Oh, okay. We have to go save Level negative people. three. Doors opening. <laughs> <laughs> Do we notice anything amiss? Is the security lady awake now? The security lady is not there. Oh. Oh. Oh, we didn't tie her up. Yeah, what were Damn we thinking? It. You guys were pretty screwed. So do we? are we going to rescue these people? Leave them. So every man for himself now. We can come back for them. Oh. Now I feel guilty. Now it's Susan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Susan for having conscious. <laughs> I made you feel, Beth. I made you feel. <laughs> I mean, she was all about like making sure emoji was okay before the rest of us. And we know how we know how she thinks. Yeah, I think we're about to be captured. And I feel like we owe Ambrose and Kevin a cure. And so if you guys want to head out, I can take care of these guys and at least cure them so that whatever Ivanhoff has in mind, he can't do to them. Well, splitting up's a, a bad idea. Oh, it always works perfectly. Unfortunately. I, I think I can talk my way out. Plus, Jason might be able to help me because hopefully Athena sent that message by now. Okay. They'll know that I'm here. Here, I'm going to give you my cell phone because I know you gave your phone away. So if you have any trouble, my password, my little code you have to use to unlock it is 1231. Oh, so clever. So clever. <laughs> so if you get in trouble, uh, send not me, obviously, but send one of us a text and we'll try to help you out. Okay, good yeah. luck. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Since I can't text from down here, but okay. Well, I want you to have some kind of communication device, you know. Okay. Maybe Even if it help. doesn't work. Okay. Well, it, it might. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have her keypad. I'm going to go try to take care of these dudes if they're there. Okay. So you're going to. Um, I'm looking for that room with the order. You're going to open up the doors that had the orderlies in them. And that's what you're doing right now. Yes. Yeah. Are they there? Three out of the four of the rooms have orderlies still in them. One of them that previously had orderlies in them does not. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, man. All right. And how many are in each room? Because you said there were eight. Yeah. So there's probably two in each room. And these are just rando orderlies, not people we previously knew? No. I run back to the elevator and I, I say I only need four of the vials. Here's the rest. I'm assuming if we give them the vial, we could take the microchips out later. You mean six? Yeah, six. Because you said there's four people. There, no, there's four rooms with two people in them each, although now there's only three rooms with people, so there's six people. Oh, okay, okay. And I said, and watch out for two more orderlies. They're out there. Okay. 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 
Doors closing. <laughs> Next time on What Is Not. Doctor, we believe that there's been a breach of security and we are going to need to hold you and your party here until we can figure out what's going on. Don't know if that's a good idea with all this heat on us. We're going to have these folks coming at us with with guns blazing in a matter of moments. The jig is up. It's on high alert. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 